Hey guys, got a weird one for you today. Uh. James and I actually recorded a fake episode earlier today, and it sucked. And by sucked, I mean we uh, used a source that is bullshit. So, <laughs> we're not going to release that fake episode. It is terrible in so many ways. Instead, what we're going to do is we're going to release um, a something that James and I actually recorded when I was still in Chicago. So it's a little outdated. We might make references to things that happened months and months and months ago. Uh, but that's okay, because it's still pretty funny. Uh, it's just us with a hot mic in the same room. One of the last times we were in the same room. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I can't... James isn't here right now. I'm recording this in my new apartment. Uh, it sucks being alone. So, uh, without further ado, here we go into a special edition of We Talk About Dead People, in which we don't talk about dead people hardly at all. Uh, except tangentially, and not because uh, we decided to. Yes. Enjoy. I hope you don't hate us. <clears throat> Brr. Brr. Well, it's rolling. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, what do we what do we call this, James? What are we what are we gonna call this little episode here? Well, we let's just throw out some ideas. Um, um, okay, year in review. <laughs> Greatest hits. Uh, I got a dog nuzzling me. You do. Uh, <laughs> fireside ramblings. Oh, that could be good. Uh, we don't have a fire though. Mm. Well, we could light this dog on fire. Oh, she's oh, already sh on fire with love. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, well, okay, so this is kind of an impromptu thing. Um, James, yeah, so can you tell us why we're here? Uh, I will tell you why we're here. Okay. James and I want to talk about things. Oh. And we want to just leave the, the mic running. Yeah. And, uh, well, how to start? Well, we were thinking about reviewing our episodes and just kind of going through and taking stock of what we've done so far and where things have gone. Mm -hmm. um, and... Well, I mean, well, let's talk about how this whole podcast got started. Ah, do you remember the, history, the story? The history of we talk about dead people. Well, why don't you start? I'm going to put the dog upstairs. Okay, sounds good. Well, I'll wait for you to get back, and we'll just let our listeners sit in silence. Come on, let's go. Oh, she knows. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Well, he does that. Oh gosh. I just want to. Oh shit, he's coming back. Um, <laughs> I fucking hate this. I fucking hate him. This just needs to fucking stop. Oh, she's okay. Just fuck it. She's pain. not listening just to me. Please end it. End it. End okay. It. Well. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, all right. So the dog's just gonna be nuzzling us. So please yeah. forgive that. Well. All right. Uh, okay. So history of we talk about dead people. Yes. How did we get started? Well, I guess the best place to start is at the very beginning of things. We should probably talk about our friendship first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even remember the first time I met you, but you do. You were telling me about oh. you came down into the base in the basement at this friend's house. This was in high school. Oh yeah. Uh, and, oh, today when I was yeah. Oh okay yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, so Aaron and his his brother were like, well, we were we were homeschooled, right? Yeah, we were, we were some of those, yeah. and uh, we were in my friend's basement in this like co-op thing. And I, I thought Aaron was a weird-ass motherfucker. Well, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> no. Uh, I also thought his brother was, too, for a side note. Yes. Uh, yes. Who's probably listening to this. But, yes. But, hey, you know what? We're friends now. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and the first memory I have of you was we were throwing batteries <laughs> at each other, which... <laughs> Sums up our homeschool upbringing pretty well. Yeah. Just kind of fooling around throwing double A's at each other. And then Aaron all of a sudden goes, You gotta stop doing this or you'll be arrested for battery. 
<laughs> to then... which to which his brother responds, but what are the charges? <laughs> It was terrible, and so I knew I was going to hate this motherfucker from day one. Uh, anyway, so we've been friends for, well, like, what, nine, eight, nine, ten, seven, ten? Maybe nine years. Ten days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't even remember the first time I, I met you, but I have this vague, like, ah. ethereal recollection of multiple mm. events. So, like, w- what I remember most is you had a hoodie on. Oh, shit. <laughs> and somebody had blown up a balloon, and we'd drawn a face on it. Yes. And so we stuck it in the hood and pulled the hood up over a top. So this it, James's head is inside this hoodie, and there's this balloon on this green balloon with this ugly face on top. Yes. And so he looks even taller than he is, which, so he looked about seven stories tall, is what I'm saying. Yes. And he had this little rifle. And he was, <laughs> like, this... Well, people, okay. <laughs> you can't just say he had this little rifle. <laughs> he had it, one of those parade rifles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And is is one of those toy parade rifles or whatever that you flip around or whatever. And he was holding it in such a way, <laughs> like you know, okay, you hold a rifle with one hand under the under the barrel and one hand around the grip, right? Yes. Well, he was holding it with his hand over the stock on one end <laughs> and then over the barrel on the other. Yeah. So it was like straight, like a like a, a Tuscan bar- raider, like almost. a barbell or a Tuscan yeah. raider. And he's just whipping around in circles with this balloon on his head. Well, anyway. It was fucking crazy, and it was also homeschool high school, so yes. there you go. And uh, I, I will say, we do have pictures of this, we do have pictures. and they will definitely end up on Twitter. Yeah, they'll definitely end yeah. up on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> if you request them, <laughs> yeah. they will end up on Twitter. Um, but yeah, so that's how we that's how we met, I got, got started, and then we both went to college and didn't really talk much. No, no, no. But we'd meet up over the breaks and whatnot. A little bit, yeah. So at some point, I don't remember if it was, I'm pretty sure it was in London that we first discussed doing a history podcast podcast yeah we uh and we weren't really close friends no so uh, the like people will wonder what how we ended up oh in yeah London. so i was there on a missions trip right which you know that was when i was still a practicing baptist yes. um and uh you know it was kind of a shit show to be honest <laughs> yeah but uh i ended up in london for one day mm-hmm. and it turned out james was where were you we were at oxford uh, i was at oxford studying there in a semester abroad kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah and uh you send me a message on facebook and yeah. you're like hey i'm in london want to hang out yeah <laughs> so we met up and it, i remember it yeah because i wasn't supposed to go away from the group alone right but i did yes and you know th- that's of course scary to some people so i'm in the streets of london i've never been there before you know so i'm just the most american motherfucker <laughs> yeah. out there uh just you know schlepping around the streets <laughs> and uh i got on the tube and i remember riding out and being like kind of anxious because mm. James knows that I'm a pretty anxious kind of guy. Yep. Um, I get nervy about things, but, you know, I get on the tube and I ride out there and, you know, I don't know anybody, obviously. I'm in a foreign country. Yes. Um, so I come up to the surface. I go trying to, trying to find the street corner we were supposed to meet on outside the British Museum. Yes. And well, Right, because we are going to meet at the British Museum because we you had never been. Right. And so I took a wrong turn and I ended up walking like six blocks in the wrong direction. <laughs> um, and I, I discovered something about London, which I... Which I didn't expect what well so as americans we're used to seeing like the oldest buildings we have are like 200 300 years old like oh, that yeah. we see right and regularly it's so fucking old i man. know but like there you know they get castles that have been there for 1500 years yeah. and things yeah. like that <laughs> but one of the things i noticed about london was that it's a lot like that game dishonored like oh. you've got these really old buildings mixed with these you know giant modern looking yeah. things it's really weird but anyway so i got lost and uh eventually found my way to the british museum and i'm walking up and you know, I'm I'm dressed in my my uh, 
American flag. American flag. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got this. I've got this windbreaker on. Oh, you know, fair. pretty normal. And I've got my passport in my, or not my passport, my wallet and everything in my front pocket. And I'm like gripping them tightly because they're like, oh, be careful about pickpockets. <laughs> yeah. And I come up and I'm like. Where is James? Where is James? And then I see this lumbering figure coming up the street, and he's wearing a German military coat yep. with camo cargo pants. And I don't remember if you were wearing a hat or not, but I just basically remember that and being like, this is so fucking weird to see somebody who I met in a basement in Illinois here in London. You know, I've been in Texas for years at that point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, that we met up, and it was like, you know, oh, wonderful... Wonderful uh, reunion or whatever. What else do you remember? Uh, I remember, well, we wanted to go through the British Museum. Mm-hmm. And we walked through the entire thing in about 50 minutes. Yeah. It, which, if you don't know anything about the British Museum, it's fucking huge. Yeah, it's gigantic. And it's full of all the things that the British stole from other countries. <laughs> so it's an amazing collection, but you feel kind of dirty walking through it. Like, wait, well, what? I, what, I, what I noticed about the museum was there wasn't much to read. Like, about oh, really? exhibits and that sort of thing. <laughs> it's just, like, it was just, there was just stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're like, this is from this country in this era. And I'm like, well, tell me something about it. You know, <laughs> what's the story? How did you get it? Like, <laughs> they have entire walls, like, from, from other countries. From Greece and stuff, From Greece yeah. and from India and everything. And just there. <laughs> and you're like, okay, well, what's this? And they're like, well, it's just really old. Yeah. <laughs> So we blasted through that, and yes. then what? Well, we went to a couple of art museums. Oh yeah, we went to the uh, British Art Museum. That was that was pretty. That interesting. was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, great. I mean, London's chock full of you know, amazing museums. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we encourage you to go if you're ever in a London town. Well, I think the coolest thing about that trip was one seeing the old. Um, I guess Renaissance art. Oh yeah. So like all those romantic figures and everything, very cool. And then yeah. one of the other things that I really was affected by was the uh, ancient Eastern or Greek Orthodox art. Oh yeah, yeah. That like that really cool. stood out to me because it's like highly stylized. And when you see it in books, you're like, oh, that's kind of an ugly drawing of Jesus. Yeah. But when you go there and you look at it, you're like, I am staring into the face of thousands of years of history. Yes. And you're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. Um. But yeah. So from there, we went and we got coffee. At, yeah, uh, at that one place. What was it called? Oh shoot, I don't remember. It's like a Starbucks. It's a London chain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we were there for like what six hours. Yeah, we Just, talked for like six hours. Yeah. Well, I mean, this was the first time we had really talked. Yeah. In years. Yeah. Because uh, we kind of fell out of uh, communication for a while. But it was great. We just caught up, talked about philosophy and mm-hmm. girls. Oh yeah, and Fun uh, stuff. Religion and politics and all the stuff that matters. Yes. Yeah, and it was great. Yeah. And, Somewhere in there, we kind of had the idea of, like, we should start a history podcast. Well, just, just vaguely. Yeah, yeah. It kind of flew out a few times. Yeah. We're like, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, but we didn't really think anything of it. Yeah. And then what happened? We we went our separate ways. And we didn't... Uh, we hung out a few times, but we didn't really talk to each other much for the next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But then at a certain point, basically what happened was that, well, I was at James's shitty apartment yes it was (laughs) and i think it was during a was it during a party or something i don't remember yeah somehow we ended up we ended up out on the porch yes and we were talking about oh we should start a history podcast yes and then i was like oh hell yeah so i started going crazy with it you know yeah at the time i just graduated and i was working on my sister's farm taking care of rats and rabbits and it wasn't a ton of fun. Yep. But I had this thing and I was I was going to I started developing, you know, names for it and I had all the wrong ones and you know, it was like originally yeah. it was going to be about like well, a- a- ancient it, leaders who were crazy. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I remember we were at um 
the Vegas Cafe in Antioch, Illinois. <laughs> Great place. Yeah. We were taught, we were kind of like, because after that party, we were like, okay, we should just meet up and brainstorm on this because this could go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it. And at first, yeah, you were thinking crazy leaders from history or crazy monarchs from history mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we decided, why not just do anyone from history? Yeah. Yeah, because it broadens our horizons. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Well, and that's that's given us the flexibility to do everyone from, you know, Boston Corbett to... The Poe, or one of the Popes, yeah, to Presidents, to, to Mao. To Mao. Yeah, which, that's been, oof, that was a fun one. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then we started putting it together. We recorded a sample episode with my phone, and then... Uh, <laughs> oh, with a couple of other friends. We had a couple other friends who were, you know, vaguely interested in doing it, yep. and... Uh, Eventually, it just turned out to be me and James. We were the ones who had the time because we were both unemployed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, it just kind of worked. I don't know what it was. And yeah, you know, the first episode was was not John Wilkes Booth and Boston Corbett. No, no, wasn't it John Harvey Kellogg? And no. no? Oh, wait, is it that crazy... Uh, the French king. Yeah, there remember? was there was some French king. Yeah, we only had one character. Yeah, yeah. and we may release that as a patron bonus, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it has... It's funny. It sounds bad, but it sounds it's bad. pretty good. But the content is interesting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so from there, we, we started making episodes. and Well, but first, before any of this, oh. I remember being in my apartment, and you were still living at your sister's farm, mm-hmm. and I got a text... That just said, I got it in all caps. <laughs> we talk about dead people. <laughs> Stroke of genius. Yep, and we both knew instantly that's it. <laughs> yeah, well, because the titles we had were really lame. They it, History lovers. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. Well, I had one called The Fools We Follow. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. like that was you know, it was gonna be crazy leaders or whatever. And then right. it was and then it was, you know, I was working with various words describing crazy because then it was going to be about crazy people yes um so it was barmy for a while <laughs> yeah um, which is an underused word in my opinion yes absolutely um and then you know it developed from there but like i guess after that the rest is just kind of history because we made five episodes yep well we made 10 episodes actually that's right before we released the first five because we we figured people if they started listening would want to binge right sure. away yeah um so then I, I mean i don't know the one that really that really took off yes early on was <laughs> episode four episode four was it four yep david yeah. koresh and jim jones yes <laughs> that's actually one of our most listened to episodes um that's sitting at a beautiful 255 place <laughs> hey that's awesome yeah well yeah. That, that's awesome because for a long time it was at like 27 well i remember like the, on our early days of release we were happy if we had 10 listens at yeah. the end of a day we were like double digits man yeah well, because then we knew it wasn't just my brother listening to it. <laughs> yeah, we and, and then there was the whole the whole Shannon thing. There was a oh yeah, yeah. We had a listener. Um, oh, we may still have. May, we still have a listener named Shannon, and we didn't know her. Um, we didn't know her, and she was from Canada, and we were like, "How how the, the fuck, fuck did she, she find us?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but she listened to every episode. She was great. So. And, just huge amount of encouragement from that. Yeah. So if you're out there, Shannon, thank you. Yeah. Like you're one of the winds beneath my wings. <laughs> well, it definitely did give us the courage to continue on because yeah. it, it meant we could be found. Yes. Um. And you know, we had some bumps. I felt like the uh, William Kidd and Harold Hardrada episode was a little lacking. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of our episode two. Yeah. Episode two was not great. Um, yeah. John Dillinger is not that fun. Uh, pilotitis, I believe, is the word you yeah. coined. Pilotitis. So. Uh, you know, shows and things start kind of weak. Yeah. yeah. Except for Seinfeld, that show felt like it had been running for ten seasons. <laughs> when the first episode came out. Truth. Um, 
But anyway, so like, I guess I want to go through and talk about my favorite moments. Oh, oh yeah. From these, and there's, I, I got to start with one, and I don't remember well, what episode this is. What? Can, I, can I interrupt you real quick? Sure. I, I'm gonna say like, at some point, we really want to comp- compile like a greatest hits montage. Yes. Almost. Yeah. It's just a lot of work, and I've started a little bit on like listening through everything and finding our funniest <laughs> yeah. moments. But we want to release that at some point because it'd be hilarious. Well, okay, so like. My favorite moment in, in the entire series yes. is we were making it. We were having a sketch about uh, characters' names, and James was like holding out on us. What was that? Was that Yemelian Pugachev? And oh. I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> and, and, and James is. Go- I go. Oh, what are their real names? Uh, Marianne Cotton and Caligula. Yeah, right? Marianne Cotton and Caligula. Like, what are their names, James? And the, are those their real names? And he goes, "That is. That are. That are their real names." <laughs> We we use that pretty much on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. was hilarious. But oh. I think okay, I can't remember which one was the first one. I put the soundscape at the end. Oh yeah, yeah, because that was inspired, and I I mean that just came out of nowhere. And that's actually those piano pieces are my brother improving in high school, yeah. and in the background you can hear dogs whining because they were living <laughs> in the basement at the time, um, yeah. and. Uh, he would just do these improvs that were just gorgeous and mm. he would record them in his phone and send them to me and I just had them on file and I reached the end of the episode and I was like, there's got to be something else here. Yeah. Because I can't just end the show. Yeah. And so I threw that in and we started this motif of like, there's something dramatic going on behind all of this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, from there it sort of developed and then it became about trying to capture one, what it sounds like to have deep anxiety mm-hmm. and then another, to f- what it feels like to be depressed. And then another, what it feels like to be lost in the world. And, you know, that one, that eventually led to James's whole uh, character, fla- like, flash forward, where he has <laughs> watches his whole life go by. Oh. And, you know, <laughs> promise me you'll never start a history podcast. <laughs> promise me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was that. But that's developing on its own. Um, and that one, I remember I got a text from my brother. He said, he said it was, it was real now. Yeah. And it was, it was, um, I can't remember his exact words, but he said it was like haunting or it something. Was, yeah. It was something different. Yeah. And, and I love that we can combine, you know, there's like, the, there's like this simple, uh, Oh, sorry, dog. Um, <laughs> the duality of man. The duality perhaps. of man. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's like three elements to it. Yeah. Um, to a good episode, in my opinion. One is good comedy. Yes. It's gotta be funny. It's gotta be an, engaging and it's gotta be, what's the word? Um, it's got to be en- en- endure- enduring. No, endearing. Ah, yes. It's got to be endearing. Um, and then two, it's got to be. It's got to have some elements of truth. Mm-hmm. So it's got to have some Good hard, history, hardcore yeah. stuff, some real history, deep discussion, deep discussion. And then three, um, I like to wash it away at the end with something outrageously stupid, <laughs> yes, or something you know that puts really. you at ease, something yeah. kind of emotional, and. I'm giving away the secret formula now, but that's mm. basically what it boiled down to. We started to make our best episodes contain those three elements. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. And I, I will jump in here and say, so we do pretty much 50, 50 per, like split work on everything, except when it comes to editing. Uh, and Aaron does 100% of the editing and we've gotten so many compliments on it uh, yeah. and just different pieces. So if you like our editing, know that it's Aaron and tweet at him and say, hello, Aaron, your editing makes me blush (laughs) (laughs) or something nice like that. Well, and I think that's what kind of what separates us uh, from a lot of podcasts. And I've said this before, but like, you know, a lot of people just sit on their mic and Mm -hmm. then upload what they record. 
And with us, I don't think it was ever going to be just that simple. One, because we have to write everything um, in our heads. We don't have a script. (laughs) So we have to write everything in our heads. Um, And then we have to really chew on the material. Um, And then we have to consider, like, do we want sketches in here? Uh, What do we want to implement? Yeah. Um, And that sort of thing. Well, and and sketches are risky. I love sketches. Mm -hmm. uh, But we've, we've probably trashed a few uh p- perhaps just because they're hard to implement they're mm-hmm. hard to carry out uh yeah especially since it's just the two of us yeah exactly yeah uh, but uh yeah i mean there's some episodes we have on standby that we recorded probably within like the first few weeks of getting started that we haven't released yet because yeah they're just not quite ready yeah i um, i know we have an episode that's been sitting on the back burner forever on Boudica, the iceni queen who mm-hmm. led the rebellion against rome and it's a great episode, but there's like just a couple things we gotta tweak, mm-hmm. and so it's <laughs> it's been months since we've even touched it, mm-hmm. uh, and that happens every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, that happens. In fact, like technically speaking, our episodes are all completely out of order, because basically mm. what I do is you know I have a backup of about ten episodes done, yeah, uh, and then I go and I um, <clears throat> basically pick whichever one strikes my fancy. Sure. Uh, and then I go from there. Well, it takes you quite a while to edit, so oh, hell yeah. it's no fun. Well, and that's another thing. Is, is like We add sketches, and every time I add sketches, that means, okay, i got to find some sound effects. Yeah. i got to find some music. Um, and I we have to write it and make it funny, and you know it takes multiple takes, and you know that sort of thing. And, of course, you have to get the voices right and <laughs> all the yeah. rest. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I think my favorite thing about doing this is... Uh, well, one listener feedback. Mm-hmm. I love it when people say, hey, this was great, or I was really affected by this, and that sort of thing. Because that, that feels like I'm making a difference. Yes. Um, I, episode plays, you know, it's like we have, at our lowest, we have some that are at, like, 70. Um, but those are our, like, special episodes that don't actually involve history. Yeah, and are dumb as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> we love them. I love the Christmas special. Oh, I have yes. a special place in my heart for the Thanksgiving special and the Halloween special. Oh, they're all fantastic. Yeah, because, I mean, the Halloween one, you know, we go to hell. <laughs> To rescue our cat from Satan, you know, and yeah. there's like, the, there's the 13 errands or whatever. Oh, right. James yeah. runs into clones of me and it's, oh, it yeah. was so funny. Yeah. But, uh, mm. yeah, I mean, I guess looking back, I would say probably our, our whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> Where did episode 16 go? What? Don't, uh, oh, nothing. Never mind. <laughs> Ignore me. But yeah, so like the one that that really got me going was Trotsky. Yes. Like when we hit Trotsky, Frank Church and Trotsky, right? Yeah, yeah, it was Frank Church and Leon Trotsky, and like, I didn't I didn't research too deeply for anyone up till then. I was just sort of writing down what I read and recording the facts and that sort of thing. Yeah. But Trotsky, man, that guy just took me by storm. I was fascinated by him mm-hmm. um and that episode ended up being my favorite one for a long time until we did mao <laughs> yeah and mao was mao worried me because well he's a controversial figure like most of these people are yeah but, but like yeah. controversial in a bigger way but it was still such a deep story with so much going on and i couldn't believe like the stuff i was reading yeah um because it's funny in my history classes we sort of would sort of glance glance yeah. over glaze over chinese history because it, we you know it's foreign to us mm-hmm. um you know i find a hard time getting interested in ancient chinese history. <laughs> yeah they, and, they uh make all our shit they have a big wall and <laughs> yeah that's about it lots of people <laughs> yeah good food yeah but uh <clears throat> once i hit once i hit mao i knew that things were going to change uh because it was like at that point i couldn't go 
oh, this is just for fun anymore. <laughs> it's because, like, oh, he starved 20 million people. Yeah, well, oh. once you get there, you know, it's it's not easy to make jokes for one. No. And, and for two, it's like, you know, for the longest time, I was thinking that I didn't want the podcast to be like, controversial or whatever but it's almost like i had no choice mm-hmm. like the mao episode was i was just writing down what i read in the sources yeah i wasn't politicizing it or anything and it, it was it was like kind of scary yeah because those one those are the things that people respond to very strongly uh and two you have the chance of getting brigaded yes <laughs> which is a very real fear yeah um but we got a really big hit, one, after Dan Carlin retweeted us, but two, when oh. Bryce Blankenagel of Naked Mormonism oh, yes. offered to come on and do an episode mm. with us. And that actually turned out to be a completely different experience than what I'd expected, yeah. which was yeah. he basically guest-hosted the whole show. Which is a good thing. It, it was, was amazing. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And he was, the, he was really kind to us and friendly and... You know, just as approachable as... Really cool guy. If you haven't checked out his podcast, definitely yeah, do that. Yeah, go give it a listen. And um, uh, we really... Like, I don't know about you, but I, I, I'd i say we both really look forward to hopefully working with him in the future. Yeah. Maybe doing something with him again, because he was he was great. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so... Okay, there's, there's something that's worth talking about, mm-hmm. because I've... Like, I know I said to him, like, before the, the podcast, we or after we recorded or whatever, and I said it was like talking to a celebrity. Oh, yeah. And he was like, I'm just a dude with a microphone. Yep. And I was like, yeah, that's true, but I've been listening to you for, like, you know, a few months now, and you're just like this, and not angelic, but like... This voice in the sky. This voice in the <laughs> sky, and now it now it's responding to me. That's a weird sensation, yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Um... But it doesn't matter how big they are. It's it's this disembodied voice yeah. from above, and you're like, oh shit! Like, I can ask it a question. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, so that was our other big hit. But uh, then after that, I got to do Walt Disney, which made me extremely happy. Yeah. Oh, I'll also say another milestone in we talk about dead people history. Oh yes. Is our cover art. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we. <laughs> I mean, I think cover arts are important with podcasts, mm-hmm. and there's some good ones out there. And we had a pretty... I mean, you made it, and I'm not going to insult you, but it was shitty. Oh, it no. was bad. <laughs> it was bad. And uh, and we needed, we needed... Well, we wanted that art piece. Okay, to, I will say it was bad, but that's on par... <laughs> that's the that's exactly true that's on par with a lot of podcasts yeah because even famous podcasts oh yeah i look at those i'm like i think hardcore history is one of the best covers agreed but yes. then half of like okay i listened to one called the atheist experience for a while uh-huh it's so ugly it's just like almost well basically comic sans in a blue background oh. but it's one of the most listened to podcasts out there well i, I do like that podcast yeah well, it's, it's interesting it can it has the potential <laughs> To be very funny and simultaneously very challenging. Yes, yes. Um, we don't want to piss them off, though. We don't want rival podcasts. <laughs> well, maybe we do. Uh, uh, no. No. <laughs> another thing that happened, there's a couple of things. One, huge, another another milestone for us was getting a donation from Norway of about 20 bucks a month. Oh, yeah. Which is, what the hell? Yeah, that's huge. Like, wow. You know, we, we were stunned by that so that somebody liked our content that much. Yeah. And that also meant that we got to make our first drunkest sode, oh. which... Uh, that was beautiful. It was beautiful. Oh god. That was the first time James had been drunk in how long? Uh, a long time. I I can take a lot of alcohol, but that night 
For I, some reason. Well, I mixed Mike's hard lemonade, <laughs> which is like 40 grams of sugar per bottle, yeah. with just straight vodka. And it was, it fucked me up. Yeah, you were pretty fucked up. I, I don't remember after that episode at all. I, I know that my fiance came over, <laughs> and we were in the kind of the middle of a big fight, like that whole week. Uh-huh. And so she comes over, and I'm just drunk out of my <laughs> mind. Well, oh. I, I'll never forget you're lying on the couch. And I, I don't remember how it came up, but you just said, fuck the Bible. <laughs> and then another thing you did was you, like, wandered over to my dad's armchair and just threw yourself into it. And by this point, of course, you got another bottle of lemonade and it just yeah. splashed out <laughs> all over the floor. That's right. And the next morning I, I get up and it's still there, just like this sticky mess on the floor. <laughs> And I pointed it to James, uh, pointed it out to James, and he goes, "Did I do that?" <laughs> yeah, no recollection of that, none at all. at all. But it was great. We got through the whole episode, and it was it, it was, was a blast. It was a blast. So thanks to uh, Cato yeah, in, uh, from in Norway, Norway, and blessings be upon him. Yes, and may all your Norwegian expeditions go <laughs> fruitfully. <laughs> well, I don't want to just pay attention to him though. We have a lot of patrons. That's he's, true. He's honestly just the most memorable because he threw twenty bucks at us out of nowhere. And we were like, who the fuck, who is, the this? fuck is this? People live there? Yeah. <laughs> well, and it was such a stunning sum. Because most people give like a dollar. Which is great. Yeah, which is, that's just fine. Like, more power to you. One dollar's great. Um, but, uh, you know, and we had some donors early on who ended up having to leave and that sort of thing. And um, That's fine. That's <laughs> fine, too. Like we, It's not a contract. Yeah, it's not a contract. And, you know, we got Sith Psychopath, who's been an absolute crazy fan from, from the very get-go. Fanatical, I believe. Yeah, fanatical <laughs> and outrageous. And, you know, <laughs> and we, we love him. Love him to death. We've got the two Adams. We've got, what was the name? His name is uh, Garrett, right? Is it Garrett? I forget. Yeah, Let me go to my patron. Let's go to the patron page. Yeah. If... We need to thank all these people. Yeah, this is... We should... Let's do this right. Yeah. Okay, well, you're, while you're doing that real quick, I want to go back to the cover art thing. Because uh, I don't think we mentioned Ian Patterson. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah, Ian and Patterson. We mm. mentioned him at the end of each episode. Just because... I I don't even know how we got a hold of him. I think your brother recommended him. For yeah, he knew art. him from school. Yeah, and so we sent him a message, and he was super eager to, to draw that for us. Mm-hmm. And when he sent us that first draft, it blew us out of the water. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Uh, so, and he finished it, and it's amazing. And it's, oh, yeah. it just encaptures what we are so well. Oh, yeah. It just totally gets it. Yeah. So, um, uh, but anyway, I found the list. Okay, great. So, we've got Avocado Michael Jr., oh, uh-huh. Avocado Slammendorf. Um, <laughs> he really likes the podcast. In fact, he's friends with my brother. So, he's. Uh, He's, they apparently what happens is an episode comes out and they message each other about what they thought of it and that sort of thing. Oh, which that makes me that thrills me Giddy. to death because <laughs> like you know people are discussing it. That's the, yeah. that's the whole point. Um, and then we've got uh, Adam number one who gives ten dollars. That's my brother wow. and he's you know killer. And we've got and he started on one of our episodes. <laughs> oh yeah, he did. Yeah, he was episode on episode five. five, which it makes me sad to say about episode five that it wasn't our greatest. But that wasn't, not because of him, not because of him, but because the content just wasn't well synthesized. Yeah, we're still getting used to the whole podcasting thing. So we also have Spotted Nymph, mm. who uh, is giving five dollars, awesome. and that is awesome. May your spots never quiver. Mm. And besides, <laughs> may you always be a nymphomaniac. <laughs> No, just kidding. Yeah. Okay, so then we, of course, we got Cato. He's on the list, and then uh, the other Adam. Um, the, so 
Adam number two. Yeah, Adam number two. Any info info on him? Well, uh, not really. Okay. Um, I I that I want to give out. I, I know I know this person, but ah, I don't want to. I don't know this person, yeah. so, so I will compliment him. Then we've got Sith psychopath. Oh right, mm-hmm. and then we've got Reed Rankin. Oh okay, yeah, wow. and these are these are all our patrons. Our, yeah, yeah, it's not that many, but I'll tell you what. Um, so far, they've all collectively donated about 150 bucks. Whoa. Yeah, and we've been online for what seven months now. Yeah, that's about it. And I would say that's that's great because one that pays for the cost. You know, it costs to host this. Yes. But it also gives us uh, the ability to send T-shirts to people. Yes. Uh, to advertise on Facebook and that sort of thing. Try to grow our listener base. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, yeah, I think that's that's really good. Um. So thank you, patrons. Yeah, thank you, patrons. You are the best. Um, and uh, we'll be rolling out some bonus content for you at some point soon. Uh, but <laughs> of course, I am I am about to go through a move. Yeah. So things are yeah. a bit tight for me right now. Uh, but yeah, so this is, uh, this is great. So as far as the, the patrons go, <laughs> those guys are awesome. But not just our patrons. Not just our patrons, no, all our, our listeners. listeners. And especially our New Zealand listeners. Oh yeah, New Zealanders. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> See, last week, last, well, for the whole time it's been the French, and now mm. it's New Zealand. Oh, you gotta have someone to hate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I, now, real quick, I want to bring something up. Sure. That uh, I've noticed with, yeah, whether it's YouTube stars or other podcasters or whatnot, they have, like, a name that they call all of their fans. Oh! Uh, kind of like the group or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. And I know you, you at one point mentioned that we're a cult, <laughs> which is apt because we've covered quite a few cultists. Yes. I was thinking perhaps Horde. Um, oh, but I I don't know. It, it's just uh, who knows. Maybe maybe some input is needed from the rest of the members. Yeah, I kind of like Horde. It's kind of neat. Yeah, the foreboding. dead Horde. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> something that's like that. Good. Yeah. Um, the children. I thought about that oh, for a while. Our, our children. Uh, <laughs> 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 that's just a little more culty sounding. Yeah, but that's not bad. Um, sons and daughters of light. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's been used before. Yeah, probably. Probably. I know in uh, Naked Mormonism, they had different levels, and they were like, uh, Mormon minister, Mormon <laughs> angel, Mormon god. That's great. I think Mormon god was when you gave, like, 50 bucks. In <laughs> uh, our Patreon, we have, um, like, history buff, history enthusiast, historian, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Lo- battler of Lord History or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> awesome oh and speaking of lord history Mm. that's an interesting topic yes because let me tell you something when i first came up with the idea for lord history i was like this is not gonna work right um like people are gonna reject it because it's too campy and like that's kind of the point he's supposed to be a bit campy yes um (laughs) and you know the voice for him developed (laughs) (laughs) out of nowhere yeah um well i think you were just using that voice Uh for some completely unrelated issue and i was like that's Lord History. Yeah. You have to use that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what's funny is that Lord History wasn't like he wasn't like ignored, and he also like wasn't hated. In fact, he was loved. A lot of people love. People him. love Lord History, and yeah, which stuns the hell out of me because he's not that complex. What's <laughs> funny though is I was going through my notebook the other day, uh, the legal pad I was working with, and. Uh, I found a whole life story for him <laughs> that I wrote out, like to explain why he. That's ha- so fucking sad. <laughs> well, it's a sad story too because it's about how he became so bitter oh. and angry 
Um, oh wow! And it's like, what, what was it? He he liked history as a kid, mm. um, and he liked reading like historical accounts and whatnot. And he would tell people the stories. But his dad, Uh-oh. like, hated that he was reading like almost secondhand sources. secondhand sources and that sort of thing. So basically, he took away all his history books and only mm. made him read like primary sources and things like that. Okay, which bored him to tears, but eventually broke him and turned him into the monster that we see today. Okay, well, yeah. More to come. Yes, just more to stay come tuned on, on Lord History. We've been, we've been, I've been thinking about. I should say, I've been thinking about um, what to do with him in the future because right now he just kind of every now and then pops up and fuck you, yeah, fuck you, <laughs> then, then vanishes. You know, he shuts down other people's podcasts and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. And well, that's great, hmm. but I'm kind of like, I kind of want to do a whole other podcast entirely as Lord <laughs> History. Yeah. Um, though I think I would probably destroy my vocal cords yes, while doing definitely. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, Lord History, that's a that's an interesting topic, I'll say. Great guy, great guy. Yeah. And Pickles sort of emerged out of a real cat. Yeah, we uh, we do have a cat. cat we, we used to have a cat. It's a complicated situation <laughs> uh, right now. The cat is still alive. The cat is still alive. Um, oh. He has most of his legs. Uh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> he has all four of his legs. And that's four out of five, so we're doing good. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Pickles is... Uh, a real cat. He's a real cat. But Fifteen he, years old? He's fifteen goddamn years old. This, yeah. And he's... On the cover art, he's portrayed as, like, a, a douchebag stoner with a snapback. And he's, like, orange with white paws. Which is 100% accurate. Which is 100% accurate, I guess. <laughs> but the real the real Pickles is... is uh, is pure white hmm. with blue eyes, yes. and he's a long-haired angel. <laughs> he's the type of cat I, I've never met a cat like that before. Mm-hmm. He gives you hugs. Yes, he does. Which is just completely freaking weird. You'll come into the house and he'll come up to you, and you reach down, and he reaches up, <laughs> and so and you pick him up, and he just hugs your neck. Oh, and, and the purring starts, and then the purring starts, and it sounds like a jackhammer. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that's a real cat. Uh, but Pickles himself has developed, and you know, from being the voice of Satan, um, to being just every just now this and then douchebag, this douchebag. <laughs> comes in and rubs against our legs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Pickles was that one came out of nowhere, I guess, mm-hmm. but not really. <laughs> Another thing that happened, which I think is kind of funny, is I went on SoundCloud to look for other history podcasts, and I will tell you right now. There are very few. Yes. Uh, nobody makes them. But there was this one I discovered um, fr- called From Camp Lee to the Great War. Yes. And it's done by these uh, guys out, I think it's a few people out in uh, Wheeling, West Virginia. Hmm. And basically they have citizens of the town who fought in World War One, And they read their letters oh, wow. uh, from the actual soldiers on the front. Um, just And that's their podcast. Yeah. And it's it's really interesting, and wow. so I followed them on on SoundCloud, and they only have you know seventeen followers or whatever. You know, nobody's they don't really have much of a following, but they are pretty cool. Right, so check them out. So recently, they followed me back. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm honored because they only follow six people. Oh, how? Uh, <laughs> but they have a website, they have a Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and they have a YouTube channel. Nice. Which you know we only have two of those things. Yeah. Um, which is. But maybe more to come. That. More maybe to more. Come. What I want to do is I do want to start up a full website at some point yes. soon. Uh, we have the domain. We have the domain. We bought it, and it's ours. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm one not good at web development. I don't know what a computer is. <laughs> um, we'll figure that. Out. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get to it. 
Um, but yeah, so. and a YouTube channel maybe. Oh yeah, we really maybe wanna... multiple. We we don't really know. Yeah, like at this stage, it's kind of like we're young, we're hot, we're ready to go. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So we've thrown YouTube ideas around. Maybe yeah. just uh, yeah. Who knows? Well, we thought about doing streaming too. Yeah, that's but... true. Just well, and that came a. You and I game every uh, somewhat fairly, Some, somewhat often, every yeah, somewhat now, every now and then, yeah. And uh, we just noticed that when we were like in a, in a game together, we're hilarious, or at least we think we are. Yeah, we think we're hilarious. <laughs> yeah, right? and it's pretty dumb, and we're usually drinking. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. we're thinking, hey, maybe if some other people would want to watch us, well, be I've obnoxious. I've thought about. Uh, like just recording us playing and then cutting together like the various good moments. Ah, yeah, thing, that's a good idea. Right, too. instead of doing a full time stream, but you know, I don't know anything about streaming. Right. Yeah, but so who knows? Yeah, so who knows? Yeah. <sighs> well, anything else? I don't know. Hmm. I mean, this is this was random of in of itself. Yeah. We didn't plan this, by the way. We were we just finished recording one of our episodes, and then we were like. Hey, <laughs> like, yeah. what a talk. Let's just have a hot mic. <laughs> yeah. Let's just have yeah. a hot mic. Well, maybe there's another topic we can cover. Let me just think about this for a okay. second. Because there's certainly more to say. We have a lot to say to our listeners for the most part. Um, we do. And it's, it's oh. almost all thank you. But what were you Yeah, I, I will say at some point, and I don't know what the formatting will look like if this is on Twitter or Facebook or a website, but at some point we really want to have a Q&A kind of session. Oh, yeah. Where you can ask us anything like history related or personally related <laughs> or or maybe just like random questions. Or about, even podcast related. I mean, anything. Oh, yeah, anything. Um, Editing. And we'll, uh, we'll definitely answer. We will, we will probably have kind of a buy-in for that one. Just because, ah. you know, if we open it up to anyone, it's very possible we'll get trolls and that sort of thing. So it's like probably just our patrons will sure, get that. Yeah. It'll be a low price, though, because right. the more people, the better, honestly. Yeah, the more interaction I, I have with our listeners, up until a physical level, the better. <laughs> <laughs> well, even if it got to the physical level, would you really be so sad if Sith Psychopath just... Psychopath ran... my Sith? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, we know for sure that he does not have the high ground. Because <laughs> he's a Sith. Uh, yes. <laughs> and Anakin became a Sith. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, Star Wars, everybody. Don't watch it. <laughs> okay, I have a real problem with the new Star Wars, but I'm not going to go into it. Oh, dear God. Because I, I, I already did. Um, but... You know, people people get mad at me for for not liking them, and I'm just like, you know, I don't have to like every goddamn movie that comes out. Yeah. You know, but I've never been so vehemently attacked by people <laughs> who like a certain movie, and I'm like, eh, I don't care about it. It's like people go, well, do you like Schindler's List? And I'll go, no, I don't really like Schindler's List. And they're oh, okay. <laughs> well, I should clarify that a little bit because you don't like watching. I don't like watching Schindler's List, which is understandable. And, and the thing is, like, I, I I figured this out probably two years into my my film undergrad uh -huh. which was that uh there's a difference between liking a movie and recognizing it for its greatness ah yes so like one of my favorite movies is the road hmm. but i've only seen it like maybe twice yes because it's not a it's not brutal a, yeah it's brutal it's not an easy watch and the book is even more brutal and the book yeah the book is even more brutal but um you know and i've only read the book once and it's one of my favorite books yes um but yeah i think there's a difference between liking something and recognizing its greatness so like you know just just because i didn't like schindler's list doesn't mean it's not a great film yeah right like i tried to explain that to someone one time and they were like really pissed off at me like well if it's a great film you should like it <laughs> because it's a great film and uh, if it's great yeah. then then you know it deserves your like and i'm like mm. 
<sighs> I don't think so. <laughs> like, uh, I think that there's there's a there's an overlap. Sometimes I like a film when it's great. So like Death of Stalin, like oh, that yes. was a great film that I also liked watching. Yes. Right. Um, uh, or Ice Age, another stellar <laughs> film. Fuck that which movie. Which has everything you need. Uh, everything a growing boy needs. Yes. 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 Well, and then there was, uh, so like Goodwill Hunting. Hmm. I like that movie. Yeah. It's a great movie, mm-hmm. right? But it also has one of the worst fucking fight scenes I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, and uh, that's just me, you know, pissing on it for no reason. But it's because yeah. it's a brilliant movie. Yes. But the fight scene is hilarious. <laughs> and that reminds me of something I saw. I saw this movie called, uh, was it, uh, what was that called? It was, a, it was a lawyer movie. Uh, I think it was, I want to say it was Instinct or, what was it? I don't Incest. remember. Incest. Lawyer movie. <laughs> it's, about a, it's about a guy who killed priests. Fatal Instinct? No, that's, uh, that's something else. No, it's not Fatal Instinct. <laughs> uh, um, oh, God, it's going to kill me. It had Richard Gere in it. Richard Gere Lawyer. Yes. Uh, yeah. Primal Fear. Primal Fear. Okay. <laughs> ho ho. Ho ho. That's a funny movie. And let me tell you why. Because okay. it's horrifying. Oh. Horrifying. It's a, it's a scary movie. Edward Norton is in it. He just kills it. Richard Gere is amazing. It's got Francis McDormand. Great oh, movie. The whole group. Right. And it's it's one of my favorite law movies are among my favorite category of right. movies. Which so is, which, what, yeah. I know. It doesn't make any sense. And my mom always goes, Yeah, that's why you should become a lawyer. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'll write law movies. I mean, I got lawyer friends. And, uh-huh. you know, they could help. But anyway. So this oh, movie is... This, this, this bougie, bougie thing I ever heard. Bougie? Yeah, bougie. Bourgeoisie. Uh, bourgeoisie. Oh, right. Um, so, I have friends who are lawyers. Oh, God. No. So, uh, okay. Okay. So, ba- uh, Primal Fear. Yes. It's a movie about a serial killer, and it's just brutal. And it finally gets to the end. And the whole thing is they're trying to prove hmm. uh, that this guy uh, is has multiple personalities. Okay. And his personality came out, and that's why he killed this priest. So, hmm. they're trying to get him off on basically an insanity plea. Sure. Um, so, what they want to do is they can't get him to, like, do it on video. Hmm. And they can't get him to do it in court. And so this this uh, this woman who played Meryl in the Truman Show, she's the oh, prosecuting yeah. attorney or whatever, and she goes up up to him and she's like trying to get a rise out of him. So yeah. like she's she's recreating the murder scene with evocative language and she's getting really angry and in his face. And finally he explodes at her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he jumps out of the witness box oh. and charges her. And Richard Gere runs out... <laughs> And Edward Norton punches him in the face. And he collapses on the floor. Yeah. But, and you can look this up, everybody. I encourage you to look this up because it's fucking hilarious. The punch sound effect they they use is like a cartoon. (laughs) So you're watching this horrifying movie about a serial killer. (laughs) Edward Norton is putting on a great display, one of the best of his career. He jumps out of the box. You know, the case, it's the the turning point of the movie, right? Punches this guy and it's like... <laughs> and oh, it's man. it's it's out of sync too. Oh god! So it's not even like it's right on the impact, and it's like, oh come on! Yeah, you're you have a two and a half hour long, <laughs> clearly amazing movie, Ugh. and that's the sound effect you go. It's hilarious. I found that sound effect, that exact sound effect. I found it Office Depot on a disc called Six Thousand Sound Effects, oh, most of which were public domain bullshit sound effects. Right. 
Um, that was one of the punch sound effects. Oh, God. I got it for five bucks. <laughs> like, how cheap uh, can you be? <laughs> yeah. You know, just go out and hit a chunk of meat with a baseball bat. That'll do better. Mm, yeah. 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 But anyway. Oh, that's another thing that about the podcast is the soundscape sound design aspect of it. Well, do tell because you do all that. Well, <laughs> so like I like to tell stories of sound. Yes. Right? That would be my dream is to work somewhere like Skywalker Sound or something like that. Ooh, wow. Um, or just create a podcast that involves a lot of soundscapes or whatever. Mm. But, like, so some of the punch sound effects we have, uh, I created, which is great. Hmm. Um, one of them is supposed to sound like the Indiana Jones punch sound effect. Oh. It's like a kind of a spinoff of it. Yeah. But I combined the sound effects of, well, I went to a recording studio with a leather jacket and a bag. Huh. And I hit the leather jacket with a baseball bat. Um, I dropped my bag on the floor. And then later I overlaid the sound of an air rifle. Oh. <laughs> Uh, with the, with those sounds and then add some effects and whatnot. Sounds just like the Indiana Jones punch. Oh, wow. Um, but what's interesting is when I was trying to figure out how to do it, I discovered that the actual Indiana Jones punch sound effect yeah. is a bullwhip. Oh, oh, I remember hearing yeah. that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And when you hear it in the movies, it's so iconic. Yeah. And yeah, I know, I know I'm talking about movies now, but like, holy shit, what a great sound effect. Huh. Like, it communicates so much. Yeah. <laughs> Your jaw's cracking and everything like that. Oh, so good. Oh, but speaking of, what was that movie that came out? It doesn't matter. Let's stop talking about movies. What else should we talk about? Uh, Total War. Nah. <laughs> no. We'll get on that another time. Oh, no. Okay. Um, whoops. Let's check our Twitter. Let's just do it. Hell yeah! Are you logged in on your computer? I can be. <laughs> How about I just open the app? Oh, got it. See right if here. anybody's it, tweeting. I, got it right here. Uh, I don't care. Okay. I'm opening it on the app. I want right. to. Yeah. Wow. Notifications. Notifications. Cato score stat, score stat, or whatever. Liked your tweet. Learn about guns and meet the Becca Eller for mm. a wild and violent episode. Aha. Uh -huh. Well, it's not a lie. Do you see any notifications? Because I don't have any. I do not. Oh, damn. Oh well. Nobody loves us. Nobody loves us. Somebody fuck us. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so actually, speaking of Total War, for a while there, uh, James would play Total War uh -huh. on our on our off days. Yes. Or whatever. And I would come into his room and I would open Breitbart News Network. Oh god. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> and I wouldn't read the stories. Right. I, I wouldn't read the stories because I, I really didn't care that much. Yes. But what I did care about was the comments section <laughs> because there's some beautiful stuff in oh, there. Oh, yeah. But anyway, that kept us entertained for hours. If you're ever bored, just go read the comments on Breitbart News. Yeah. It's, it's to die for. It's gold. I mean, it's... it's <laughs> I'm not saying support Breitbart, but I am saying go... And we're not saying not to. Uh, we don't, we don't <laughs> yeah. care. Just read the comments. The comments are where it's at. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but anyway, that's how we spent some days, and that's usually how we sometimes got fired up for an episode. Yeah. We would read some of the most outrageous things a person could say, and then we'd yep. be like, okay, we can say something like that on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well. Jeez. Anyway, so Texas, that's where I'm going. Yeah. 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 It's gonna be hot. I'm a dumbass. I'm going in the summer. Yes. And, well... Hopefully I can survive. I'm virtually penniless at this point. <laughs> and I'm going down there. You know, I've rented this Airbnb or whatever. And yeah. I didn't know you could rent those for like a month. But sure. it's the only housing I can get because I don't have a job. Oh my god. This is... 
I know. Go end well. <laughs> so I'm gonna go down there and I'm gonna I'm gonna work and and then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna hopefully get a real job in my field or maybe the podcast will take off. Who knows? Maybe we'll become YouTube stars. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Um, what are you looking at? Uh, I'm just some of our tweets. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we got a lot of likes on that one. That was yeah, cool. that's good. Well, Five. <laughs> <laughs> but it counts for something. Hey, you strive for five, you do the pony dance. <laughs> Did I ever read you our list of possible Lord of History sketches? Do we really want to? This is really not a spoiler, because we... we okay. <laughs> because we make them up. Yeah. Um, basically on the spot. We don't consult this list. Yes, that's but, true. So here's just a couple. I'll read you the best one. James just broke his pop filter. <laughs> it's a soda filter, you Midwestern piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for those of you who don't know, there's like this weird regional divide in America where some places call um, soft drinks soft drinks. Some places call it soda. Some people call it pop. And there's this one county in Indiana where they call it Coke. Just all... All things. I'll have a Coke. What kind of Coke? Oh, a Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. Which is hilarious. Okay. Anyway, so here's some Lord History sketches. Yes. Uh, Lord History kidnaps Aaron. <laughs> uh, Lord History steals candy from a baby. Oh, dear. <laughs> Lord History kicks a kangaroo. Oh. <laughs> uh, sends poison chocolates. Aaron eats all of them. Ah. Lord History holds pickles for ransom. Mm. Aaron and James don't care. <laughs> uh, Lord History uploads his mind to a computer, leaving his body in the lab. Mm. Uh, we did this one. Lord History reviews the podcast. Oh, yes. That was a great one. Um, that was really funny. Yeah. Uh, Lord History goes to Waffle House. <laughs> That's yes. all I have. Oh, good. Well, yeah. maybe they'll make an appearance. Yeah. Who knows? Um... So I've been thinking about, like, what cult I'm going to do next. But the sad uh, thing is I'm running out. Uh, I think you just need to deep zip. What? What the fuck are you saying? <laughs> deep digger. I need to deep digger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to dig a little deeper. Yes. Okay. It's Did you late. just have a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, what I've discovered is that there deeper are... Deeper dig, dog. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what I've discovered is that there... Um, there are a lot of cults, like the best cults are the Christian ones. Those are usually ah, the most interesting to sure. me. Because I at least recognize some of the doctrine and how it's perverted mm -hmm. um, by cult minds. Ah. Um, but one thing I've been looking at recently is UFO cults. Oh. Which I didn't, like, I didn't know much about them. Yeah. Do you know anything about UFO cults? Uh, a little bit. Uh, I've got I've got a friend or two who are <laughs> what really crazy yeah oh yeah you've got friends who are cultists well not they're into UFOs yeah they're into UFOs tell me about that that sounds great uh <laughs> shoot I don't even I don't even remember uh, uh, yeah I had a friend in high school who was into conspiracy theories to the max and. Uh, Real quick thing about conspiracy theories is the word gets such a bad rep, and justifiably so. Yes, yes, yes. But I, I think also that there's a case to be made that we all believe a conspiracy theory at some level. Like, mm -hmm. at some point, 
I mean, if you're a Christian, you could call Christianity a conspiracy theory just because it's not mainstream. Or if you mm-hmm. believe that organic food is healthier than non-organic food, that's kind of a conspiracy theory. That kind of is too, yeah. Yeah, or if you believe... It can be really and, anything. And, but the problem is it gets it gets like a pejorative thing. Yeah. Like, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory. Well, yeah, and... It's like, yes, it is a conspiracy theory. Yes. Like, what, what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly, because when people think of conspiracy theory, they think of flat earthers and reptilians. Mm-hmm. and uh 9 things like that and whatever <laughs> well that's kind of interesting because like okay the essential oils thing we made oh, a joke yes. about that right yes there could be something to that who knows there could be but the way it operates is like a cult yeah and the way it sounds <laughs> it's like a conspiracy who theory. knows i mean yeah well i know i know people who use them great i don't care sure yeah, sure whatever, right? um uh oh so Spe- okay, so about, as regarding like oh, okay. UFOs and whatnot, yeah, yeah, yeah. I discovered this thing. Okay, so I went to visit my friend mm-hmm. uh, in Indiana. Unfortunately, that's ah, where he lives. Yes, and I was up like four hours before he was. Okay, well, actually, more like six hours. Yeah, I was up at six thirty, and he was up at twelve. Yes, so almost six hours. Um, and I started reading uh, about UFOs and that sort of thing, and like people who get abducted, like you do. Yeah, like you do. I mean, that's usually it's Indiana. That's all usu- that happens. <laughs> yeah, it's usually stuff you read late at night, but Indiana is you know consumed by eternal night darkness <laughs> darkness yes uh so i was reading this in the morning and i i because I, th- I find it if nothing else an interesting psychological phenomenon because yes. they they say it's mostly just a psychological phenomenon but i just i, I went down this rabbit hole mm-hmm. and i i started reading about pseudo-archaeology hmm. which i had never heard the word before but i had heard some things about pseudo-archaeology sure and this is like people who say they've like discovered noah's ark or something ah like yes that. um and then i found this guy named ron wyatt Okay. Uh, I think it was Ron Wyatt. Let me just make sure real quick. Yeah, okay. So, basically, this guy claimed he found Noah's Ark. Okay. Uh, he claimed he found anchor stones used by Noah's Ark. Ah. Uh, the house that Noah and his family lived in after they got wow. off the Ark. Uh, he also said he found Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay. Um, the sulfur and brimstone yeah, like, yeah. boulders that landed on Sodom and Gomorrah. Wow. Uh, he said he found the Tower of Babel. Oh, uh, figured out how the ancient Egyptians may have built the pyramids, oh. which hint demons. Um, <laughs> and then the most interesting thing that I found um, was he claimed he found the Ark of the Covenant. Interesting. Yeah. So I was looking at this story, and he's got a whole website, and it looks like this. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yeah. You so, know what it looks like, uh, listeners. <laughs> yeah, I'll describe it to you anyway. But yep. okay, so you've got a gray background. Yes. Solid gray color. Um, various fonts in use. Uh-huh. Uh, links that are supposed to have images but don't have them loaded anymore, presumably <laughs> because the hosting costs were too high. Uh-huh. Um, and then you have email updates and newsletter archives and all that sort of thing. And you have his store where you can buy things. Wow. But anyway, so I was like, okay, this guy claimed you found the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Right? So the story was it was, was kind of great, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Um, and it's written really evocatively as well. So like it starts out in these big serif letters uh that are red yes and it says 1978 right at the top and <laughs> top you're like, yeah men top <laughs> men exactly and above it are some quotes uh-huh um and most of them are like we don't know if it's true we don't know anyway so ron this guy ron wyatt takes his son danny and ronnie uh uh-huh. creative uh and they go to the gulf of Aqaba okay uh, for scuba diving or whatever and that's where because they, they're looking for uh the chariot parts from the Egyptians who were swallowed up by the Red Sea. Oh, sure, In the yeah. biblical Moses myth or whatever. Yeah. Um, and while they were out there, they claimed they discovered it. They took some pictures and whatnot. And mm-hmm. It turns out that they weren't in the Red Sea, and those pictures are of 
other chariots from another time <laughs> about like something like a thousand years later okay um, yeah w- but they're still pretty cool those yeah for sure chariots at the bottom of an ocean yeah it's a big deal uh but anyway so like he said he was walking uh out somewhere i can't ex- exactly remember where um but they were out like along a cliff hmm. and he said he suddenly felt inspired to point to his right and say the Ark of the Covenant is buried there. Okay. All right. So, uh, so it takes like a year or two. Yeah. And they finally get what they need to dig. And of course, there are no pictures of this mm. or anything like that. Yes. As far as I can find, I mean, there's supposed to be because his website has these. This, the article has these big spaces with these unloaded images. Ah. So likely they're not being hosted anymore. I yeah. I don't know the last time this 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 damn website was updated, but <laughs> anyway, so started digging. Um. And they found this hole in the side of the inside of this this uh, shelf, mm-hmm. whatever. And they couldn't fit into it because it was too small. Sure. Um, and so they got this guy. I'm going to see if I can find his name. Um, he was a native. So they're they're no they're nomad friend Moki. Okay, that's a really obscure reference, everybody. That's a really obscure reference. There were these movies we watched called The Greatest Adventures or something like that. And it was about this, it, well, it was this Christian-produced animated series about these archaeologists who discover a door that throws them back in time. So they can relive all the Bible stories. Right, so they can relive all the... and watch it. And right. they're the whitest couple oh, ever. Oh, they fu- they've got, like, one of them's got cargo pants and a vest on, over top of a green shirt. And yeah. he's got, I mean, oh. Jesus Christ, the girl is wearing shorts and boots and she's got blonde hair. Yeah. Um, and a, you know, black bandana over a khaki shirt that's tucked in. Um, and they have this guy there who's, who's clearly a native. <laughs> yeah. And is, Middle Eastern. And they, they describe him in the, op- in the opening. There's a narrative opening of the, their nomad friend Moki. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, you know, he's the comic relief. He's yeah. the short round, you know? Yes. Um, and he, of course he has an accent and well, it's just hilarious. Oh, but anyway, so that is what I thought of, yeah. uh, when I re- read this story. Um, and I wish I could yeah. find the guy's name, but basically what happened was this nomad guy was, was, um, nomad native guy, <laughs> yes. um, was small enough to get through this, this hole in okay. the side of this shelf. And so he goes through and what happens, uh, is that he, he, he goes through, they hear screaming and he oh, comes geez. out and they said, what did you see? Um, oh yeah, here's his pseudonym, James. <laughs> <laughs> so he crawls in. Um, and, uh, let's see here. He, let's see here. Here's what it says on the site. Uh, he had to stop to take a breath to get through. It had to push all the breath out of his lungs in order to squeeze through. Um, let's see here. As James crawled through the tiny opening, he frantically came tumbling back out, shaking and shouting, what's in there? What's in there? I'm not going back in there. Hmm. Ron saw in his eyes sheer, complete and utter terror. Yet James said he had seen nothing. Hmm. So I guess he must've felt something. Yeah. Um, if the story is true, which I really doubt it is, because the, you know everyone calls this pseudo archaeology and whatnot, but yes. it's a cool story nonetheless, kind of sure. like alien stories. So finally, he he would not go back to the cave. Yeah. Right? So it's just it's just Ron and his son Ronnie <laughs> and Danny still there, and they go in and guess what they find? Uh, 
balloon? They find a box uh-huh. covered in animal skin. Ah. And so they start to move aside the animal skins, but they turn to powder because they're just so old sure. and they're being exposed <laughs> to new air and all that stuff. Yeah. And underneath is a gold veneered table with a raised molding around the side, which consisted of an alternating pattern of a bell and a pomegranate. Hmm. It took him only a moment to realize that the least, uh, that at, le- at the least this was the object from the first temple, an object from the first Jewish temple. Um, and at this point he discovered that it was the Ark of the Covenant. Ah, yeah. And so <laughs> cool. <laughs> basically what happened was, uh, I, I don't think he opened it. Probably a good idea. Uh, yeah. Although he's not a Nazi, oh, so. Oh, no, I lied. Oh, he opened he it. He drilled a five-eighth <laughs> inch hole in the stone case. Good. Um, oh, well, I guess the, uh, oh, here's the best part. So uh-huh. it, he didn't know it was the Ark. Right. It was surrounded in, like, stone or whatever. So he drills through this stone, and then he used a colonoscope. Okay. Colonoscopy. Okay. He used exactly the tool used for a col- and the way it's described in here is a medical device with a powerful light source used to look inside the human body. <laughs> <laughs> so he puts it through this hole, and that's when he sees that he sees the mercy seat, which oh, is the two angels yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. on top. Uh, so anyway, he was sure, no, for sure that he knew for sure that he saw the ark of the covenant. <laughs> And then, uh, let's see, if, I don't know if he opened it. Let me just look real quick. Did it magically disappear and go back up to heaven? Possibly, uh, because nobody's gone back. Yes. Um, so, it looks like he opened it. Oh. Um, yeah, it looks like he opened it, and, and that's the whole thing. And Of course, he didn't do anything, didn't take any pictures, of course. Um, but that's, that's the end of that story. Wow. But anyway, so like the last time it was, it happened was like 2003, <laughs> uh, or anything happened, I should say it was 2003, but this guy claims that he went to all these places and discovered everything. And, wow. Um, what a guy. I know, I know. But that's another interesting thing is you can find like all these videos on YouTube of people like discovering, <laughs> not, not the Ark of the Covenant, but the giant Ark, the big yes. ship with the animals or whatever. And there's this one I found that's like 30 seconds long, and it's these Chinese... Oh, it's the Chinese, yeah. The Chinese uh, explorers or whatever in this room that's like... It, it looks like it's the inside of an ark, and it's yeah. like covered in ice, and they're all wearing professional equipment. And it's like it's like eerily convincing yeah. in a way where you're like, this feels like it should be in a movie, like yes. at the beginning about like a Like conspiracy. 2001 Space Odyssey almost. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. It just feels strangely authentic just because it's a bunch of uh, Chinese people and not a bunch of like white Americans yeah. uh, going... By God, it's here. (laughs) Jenkins, get out the laboratory. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but see, that's another thing I would like to do. It'd be great to do a podcast on pseudo-archaeology. Yes. Um, Because there's, there is like no shortage of things to look at. There are people who claim like, okay, so there was a, uh, there was Nazi pseudo-archaeology. Oh, sure. Yeah, Yeah. You know anything about that? Uh, like, what were we talking about? The Antarctic UFO base? Yes, or, t- yeah. tell us about that one. <laughs> tell us about that one. Uh, I don't know. Well, I'd have to brush up on my facts. Tell us what you remember, though. Like, basically. Okay. Every, okay, take this with a grain of salt. This is a conspiracy theory being relayed by James. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, um, hey, what about that one with the UFOs and the battleships or whatever? Yeah, that's that's part the of the same it. one. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. So as I remember it, and I'm probably getting some of the details wrong. I was into conspiracy theories for a long time, a few years ago, and if you if you look at a, a map of Nazi Germany at its largest, usually it's just a European map. But if you look at a world map, you'll see that the Germans. Uh, controlled like a fourth of antarctica <laughs> which is true they oh, yeah. actually did interesting um, 
Hitler sent down a uh, science team down there, and they took a, it was like German Swaziland or something. It had a weird name, uh, <clears throat> but that's true. It's just weird to see Antarctica with a swastika. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, the conspiracy is. And this builds off a few other conspiracies, <laughs> namely the Hollow Earth conspiracy. Oh, which is a good one. Yes. That need, by the way, somebody needs to make a video game with a Hollow Earth. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, can you imagine like a first-person exploratory game inside the yes. Earth? Yes. Holy shit. Yeah, so the Hollow Earth conspiracy is basically that there's a, uh, well, the Earth is hollow, and there's a giant ocean, uh, the biggest ocean of them all, which feeds all the other oceans mm. within the Earth, and then in the middle of the ocean... There's an island with a very advanced civilization, which <laughs> gives hints to humans. Uh, they built the pyramids. It's oh, yeah. Atlantis. They built the things in Mexico that are really old. Uh, it's, <laughs> I don't understand it anyway. So, these conspiracy theorists say that the only portal into the Hollow Earth is through Antarctica, of course. So, they believe that Hitler sent scientists and soldiers <laughs> to Antarctica to enter the hollow earth portal to communicate with this lost civilization and find, well, to convince them to join the Nazi cause <laughs> <laughs> and to give them advanced war technology. Of course. Including UFOs. Oh. Uh, so there's also conspiracies that say, uh, this, the hollow earth people are aliens who use UFOs to shoot out the earth's butthole in Antarctica <laughs> and then float around. Oh my God. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so that's what people believe. Well, eventually the United States sent some cruisers down there, which is true. Uh, and I don't remember what their official mission was, but through one cause or another, two of our planes disappeared. Um, okay. Flying over Antarctica and a few people were lost and whatever. Anyway, when these, uh, when this small Navy battalion got back, the, one of the commanders, I don't remember who, but he said, this is what happened. We went down there and all of these UFOs appeared with swastikas <laughs> or German crosses on the side. And they started shooting down all our planes with lasers. And they started <laughs> shooting our ships with lasers. And he was kicked out of the U S military. But anyway, so the big conspiracy is, um, a lot of people believe that Hitler survived the bunker, that oh. he didn't kill himself because, you know, the Russians never gave us hard evidence. And he escaped to Antarctica with a lot of the other Nazi leaders, and they have entered into the Hollow Earth and are rebuilding their might with the alien UFO <laughs> butthole people who live in the center of the Earth. And one day, oh my a God. mega alien Hitler will reemerge with an army of mutants with UFO technology, and they shall... Pop out the Antarctic butthole and take over the world. <laughs> okay. And there's a lot more to it, but that's all I remember. <laughs> but I, the way I found out about this is, is I was at my friend's house who's into all of this stuff, and his dad is too. And smart people, but this is crazy. Uh, and I just remember picking up this book on the shelf, and on the cover it had this not this UFO with a Nazi swastika on it. <laughs> blasting american destroyers and i was like this is amazing <laughs> <laughs> this has got to be a video game yeah. yeah oh man no that would be great if in if uh, like the next wolfenstein took yeah, that exactly wow well okay see that's an interesting thing because like <laughs> a conspiracy well, theorist could be another good podcast oh idea. yeah well i'm sure there's plenty of them yeah um which is kind of the problem but and that's the other thing is like there's sort of like a serious lack of history podcasts, which is kind of kind of sad. Interesting, really. yeah. Um, 
but a conspiracy theory podcast i'm sure people would listen to there is lore which is a good one yeah um, you know so and good they made a show out of it another one another one of my favorite podcasts and it's more based on cults is oh no it's ross and carrie oh oh, oh no ross and carrie yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no ross and carrie yeah yeah um that's what i meant and it's mm. great it is really good um go check that one out if you like. they okay so they join the church of scientology in it among other groups they join the they, mormons yeah but they actually join them and they get baptized and do all the courses and, and it's, it's it's not to ridicule either it's more Mostly like strictly educational. It is funny. They're searching for truth, right? Yeah, they're searching. For they're truth. very honest and open about it all. But check it out; they're amazing people. Okay, so there's this there's this show I listen to every now and then called God Awful Movies. Oh yeah, I've told you about it. Oh yeah. So yeah. James and I for a while, for about a year there, would just like watch a year. God, not a year. For <laughs> no. last year is what yes. I meant. Like almost every night we would watch a Christian movie. Because ah. they're terrible. Almost all of them are yeah, terrible. Almost all of them are terrible. Except I, we found like one or two. One or two gems, yep. yeah. Yeah, really, really good gems. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was talked into seeing I Can Only Imagine oh, yes. with my mom, who is also, you know, a very strong Christian. You know, yes. God bless her, whatever. Um, so she's like, let's go see this movie. And I'm like, cool. You know, I love watching Christian movies. They usually suck. Yeah. Um, and I get, I get a laugh out of it. You know, I wouldn't laugh in front of my mom. I wouldn't want to make her mad or upset her. Yeah. So I go and see this movie. And holy shit, it's amazing. I couldn't believe how good it was. Hmm. And I tell people, yeah, oh, I can only imagine might be the best Christian movie ever made. They're like, what? Because <laughs> yeah. I saw that, you and I saw the trailer together, and I was like, that looks like a piece of shit. Yeah, we were laughing our asses um, off. Horrible. Yeah. And then I go and see this movie, and it's actually well composed, and the characters are realistic, and the acting is good. Yeah. Um, and they uh, don't play the song ten times, they just play it once. Excellent. I know. And, uh... Anyway, that that one took me by surprise because I have not seen it. I will not make a decision on it yet. Well, I'm just saying. Yes, <laughs> I watch Christian movies to ridicule them, and that was one I couldn't. Right. <laughs> but anyway, so these guys over at God Awful Movies, they watch actually bad Christian movies, um, and yep. they're pretty funny. They are. Uh, they hilarious. go they go a little far <laughs> at times, um, but so do we. So I guess we can't. <laughs> yeah. Can't piss on them for that. Yeah. Uh, um. But let's see here. I guess I don't really listen to many other podcasts anymore, except for Hardcore History. I was going through World War One. Oh yeah, with Dan Carlin again. That Fucking hate that. Let's go down to the history lab. Are you a Canadian now? Listen to how scripted. 